And hey, I have to jump off in like uh, in 56 minutes. Okay. I think so we have good. an hour. I think we're good. Because uh, for two reasons. One, I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> so this is going to be fun. But second, uh, I need to go get my second shot. Ooh. Okay. Boom. That's fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Uh, I've been dreading the second shot because apparently it kicks your butt. But uh, a lot of people that I asked like what their reaction was, and I'm curious to hear yours. Uh, they pretty much just describe the symptoms, symptoms, like the effects of uh, being a parent with a newborn. <laughs> oh man, you'll be very tired, very sleepy, sore arm. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> uh, so I, I, I'm curious to see if either I won't feel anything because I already right. have the quote unquote symptoms, or are they gonna like stack? You know, like how much more tired, tired can you be? <laughs> <laughs> I've reached the the, the bottom. Uh, yeah, how, how how was it for you? Yeah, so I and maybe it depends which one you get. So I got the Pfizer, um, yeah, and personally, I had basically no side effects or anything. It was just like cool. my arm was sore for you know th- for the rest of the day, basically. Right, and then the next morning I was totally fine. One thing I did notice... You're describing my first shot. Like, that's, right. that's what I Right. I had the same, like, first shot and okay. the second shot was identical. Um, one thing I did notice is, and, and now it's gone away, but I had, like, I think a few days later, I had, like, a red mark sort of, like, on my arm. Um, huh. And it just kind of, like, faded away after a few days. And I, like, Googled it. Apparently, it's, it's like, a thing. Uh, cool. it's a sign that your body is reacting to the vaccine, uh, which <laughs> cool. can apparently, according to the internet, so, <laughs> uh, can be a sign of like a greater immune response. So, wow. No need like, to brag. Good. Uh, but that's it. So <laughs> yeah, it, you might not, you know, be feeling that bad after it. We'll see. So anyways, Hey, do you want to talk about Safari? Let's do it. Man, have yeah. I been waiting for so long about this. I feel like <laughs> this topic, I've, I've been wanting to talk to someone about it. And like nobody in my life cares. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's like, and, uh-huh. and a lot of like my co- close friends here, like just don't, either they're not as much into tech or they're just like, eh, whatever. But I'm like, I know Rafa cares. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be able to talk about it. Um, but yeah, I feel like I've been through the roller coaster, and probably what I would talk about today would be different than what I would talk about when it first came out. Aha, uh-huh. interesting. Okay, so how's your how's your how's your feeling about this whole safari uh, debacle? Let me just set the scene. First, I I don't know. I feel like I always like if someone is listening to this like three years in the future and they have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, we're in the beta period for all the new OSs, you know, Mac OS and iOS. And this year, they redesigned Safari. And that redesign on, on iPhone, you have a floaty bottom navigation, not bar, like bubble control, floating at the bottom. Show that. Uh, and on, <laughs> on the Mac and on the iPad, it's, they're pretty similar. Um, effectively, there's a new tab design uh in where there's just like floaty things and 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 like the control like the the address bar is in the tab although in the mean like since the first beta they've reversed that a little bit so anyway 
and it, it, I think it's fair to say that it's controversial, and and I think it's also fair to say that most people seem to really dislike this new direction. Um, and so it's very interesting because I feel like this is probably like I can't remember uh, any other example in where during the beta period, even like from beta one to two, they've been changing a lot in mm. like some of the marketing uh, materials right now, which I, I want to pick on, are already out of date, right? So right. they've been like walking back a lot of these design decisions. So for me, it's fascinating to see both a company and an app of this profile being like designed like live right you, you can you can see the designers like scrambling and like trying to get something out trying to quickly fix the the problem so okay so to answer your question how do i feel about it uh i feel like it looks cool pretty much in everything like these new changes they look cool but functionality wise i feel like it's one step back in a lot of little things i am i'm aware like especially on the iphone like the fact that everything now is at the bottom there's a big like muscle memory thing that that kicks in and like it's just you are disoriented uh, disoriented by just because you don't expect to see things there but it feels like right now I, i'm getting this sense that this team is trying too hard to make this design work they're trying to push it to work instead of maybe walking back some of the bigger changes mm -hmm. and like going back to the drawing board and trying again right yeah and it was it was interesting like i saw the keynote and i think we have probably have a have, have a clip of that like when i was on the show immediately as soon as i saw it i was like mm, i'm really not sure about this safari design like it just kind of felt like i think you're going pretty far here with this um which is i think in a way i, I think the 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 story of how this was launched is kind of interesting, I think, because it, it just seemed to me right off the bat that just seeing it for the first time with fresh eyes, it's like, ooh, like that is, I'm not sure about this. That's something that I think is important for all teams to consider because, you know, the way this redesign happened, like they probably went through a lot of iteration to get from the starting point to you know, achieve this sort of like final <laughs> destination. Um, and like sometimes it's important to just take a step back and either have a new set of people that co are coming in with fresh eyes and be able to give feedback on it or put yourself back in the show, like reuse the old one for a while and then come back to the new one to really see, okay, what, what is that first impression going to be? Um, so, yeah, immediately I felt like, ooh, like, <laughs> there's a lot going on here. Um, and one thing that's been interesting is how the problems are kind of different depending on the platform, right? Like, the iPhone has a totally different category of problems than, like, the desktop and iPad versions do, yep. I think. And so, yeah, now what we've seen is they've been making changes basically at every every beta Um and I think the tricky part about this, and I think we've heard that in the first beta, where like Apple, you know, behind the scenes were like, hey, like, just so you know, like, this is not all of the changes that you will see. Like, this is just, you know, a temporary, like temporary fixes. Um, and I think the, the challenge for us on the outside is 
we don't know like how far they want to go, go right like right right now we're looking at uh is it beta 3 beta 4 beta 4 yeah like there might be a bunch of other changes right and i think people have been tracking when these builds are created and they're essentially yeah. like always sort of one beta uh behind <laughs> so beta 4 that we're using was created like you know a day before the the previous beta came out something like that uh, i think part of the hate for the lack of a better term uh, from 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 the from the public it feels like and and to some extent also from me is that i can see them trying so hard to make this design work when this design in itself it's not like that great <laughs> like and let me try to explain like like you said both i think on iphone ios and ipad os and mac like those like you said two very distinct set of problems and, and issues but you know they're all bundled together as like one thing that they're pushing uh, you know both these fronts at the same time but like i i went back to the marketing thing like trying to see how are they selling this design like what what's good about it and on on ios they say um New tab bar design. Uh, the new tab bar maximizes your screen space and stays out of the way as you scroll and explore. It's easily reachable at the bottom. Uh, so you can navigate and jump between tabs with just your thumb. Cool. That's on iOS. On Mac, they only say uh, the new tab bar design takes up less space on the page and takes on the color of the site. So all of these, I think I, I, like I mentioned like four different things. All, all of these, the one that I'm like all in and I subscribe to, and I can see that as an advantage is it is easier to reach on iOS. Yeah. Cause even on Mac, like less vertical space. I never, as a user, I never felt like, ah, oh, shit, this <laughs> Safari design takes too much vertical space at its top. Right. Um, like that's not, I, I think that's a non-issue. Like sure. If you can take up less space while keeping everything else the same, that's, a, that's an improvement, but in itself, the saving space, is not a feature that yeah. I would seek. And second, the taking the color of the site, that's very interesting because I, I also am not entirely sold like that that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's not that t- picking the color of the website is in itself like a bad thing that I don't want. Is that it really goes against just how macOS apps work. Like no other app, the toolbar takes up the color thing. I even checked, not even Photos, which is like the best app to do this, right, to try uh, not even photos picks the color from the photo when it's in full screen. Like the toolbar mm-hmm. is still um, has the same color. So I am not sure if letting a color of the website take effect in the whole toolbar of the app. I'm not sure if that's a good thing. And last thing that I want to say, and I think I mentioned this on when we talked about it on our WWDC show, I have to stress this again. On on iOS, the old version of Safari with the toolbar at the top, the bottom was clear. So, like, at the top was busy, the bottom was clear. And now, both the top and the bottom, they're both busy. Like, at the bottom, you have the yeah. toolbar. Uh, and at the top, you have the safe area thing that's also, like, it cuts off content. So, we are effectively taking... I, I, I didn't measure this, but it feels like we actually have less space for, that, for the yeah. content to shine through. Uh, so, it kind of goes against what they're saying. So, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I I agree with you. This whole business about uh, taking less space on the screen, I think, is total bullshit. Um, and and e- even if you if you say, hey, like, there's actually some space, you know, below the I forget how you call it, the URL bubble thingy, <laughs> um, like your eye just stops at that URL bar, like you're not actively engaging or reading the content that's in the like sixty pixels between the mm-hmm. the you know. Uh, home indicator and the, the address bar so yeah, yeah i think and, and i think it's less space so two things so after one of the decisions they walked back from was on ipad and mac os they kept uh the, the the address bar now or not the address bar they kept the title bar right the toolbar at the top in the tabs slash address bar at the bottom so right now it's actually taking more vertical space than it was before so yeah, yeah, yeah. selling yeah i saw that it's already like wrong <laughs> and that type of design um, i really don't like <laughs> so i'm i've been running the safari technology preview uh since they've like updated so i get the new safari on uh, big sur and honestly i click the like use the same i forget how they call it like the merged toolbar <laughs> Where I yeah. basically don't have the separate tabs because it's just, I just find the other tab design confusing. So might as well just have the, the other one for now. So yeah, and it's it's just it's also not a good tab design. Like right now, yeah. the active tab looks exactly the same <laughs> as the title bar, and one is well, a tab, and the other one is an input field. Like, it, it's already like different, but kind of weird. And one has controls, one doesn't. Um, uh, the, the the fave icon being replaced by the close icon it's yeah. i don't think that's a good idea and i feel like um, the thing about so, taking the background color really stops working when you have tabs right because it it just doesn't really make sense anymore like it's it's supposed to control the content below and it just like totally breaks the illusion mm-hmm. i think of the tabs and so this is why like i i because i find myself in a similar situation, like at work, a lot of times you're pursuing an idea and it's not that you get attached to a, a particular solution or a particular idea, but you really want to make it work. So let's say, oh, we have a floaty bottom at the, at the you know, tab bar, not tab, we have a floaty navigation bar at the bottom because that's, you can reach it with your thumb. Phones are big. Seems like a good idea. Yeah, I agree. Let's make that work. And then yeah, it, sh- it should be floating because why not? That's cool. Okay, cool. But what about the content below it? If we can still see it, let's say they have a button under that. Uh, you know, Can people interact with that? Not really. And if you're going to make it float, you're losing some horizontal space. So what about all the controls that we have? Oh, I guess we can get rid of some of the controls. Okay. You just <laughs> keep pushing this and pushing and pushing and making it slightly worse a little bit when I think like it's the whole thing. Like It's not working. <laughs> There's too many constraints mm-hmm. for that particular solution to work out, or not even work out, but at least to, to be an improvement. Because um, that's what you want, right? You want to make things worse. So, right. the, the, so I have some sympathy, and it's uh, I love seeing this from Apple. You know, the the too big to fail. Then you know, the, like I love seeing them kind of fail live. It's fun. Um, but anyway, the, I, again, I still think it looks cool on screenshots and all. Um, we're just annoying to use. What else? What else? Can we talk yeah. About um, what do you think is going to happen? By the way, well, I think 
I think it's it's interesting. Like we often celebrate the the good that comes out of Apple being making these bold decisions, right? Like I think the one I would point to is something that actually I think the Safari team kind of was like very inspired by, which is the the home indicator, right? Like the how do you call it? Is that how you call it? Yeah. Home screen indicator. Yeah, home indicator. Whatever. Yeah. Um that you can swipe on, right? Replacing the the touch ID button or home button uh, that we used to have on the phones. That it like I mean, the work on this was absolutely excellent. And so mm-hmm. probably they could feel like, yes, that is definitely better. But as like let's say I was in charge of iPhone, I would have been so worried. <laughs> about this like i really hope we don't screw up because this is literally like how you do everything on the iphone um and they just did it like they were just like there it is like it's the new thing and then you better get used to it and you better like it and i know some people who resisted it who like my parents didn't want a, a new iPhone for a while because they're like, oh, what is this? I don't know it. I just want a button. Like, um, But then eventually, you know, <laughs> no, there's no choice. <laughs> you just have to get a new iPhone. And now they love it. Um, and so I do think there's, there's something that's part of Apple's culture that makes them push through a lot of things where uh, many other companies would be much more conservative. Uh, and they're just like, no, 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 we believe in this. Let's push forward and people will come to realize the greatness of the thing. And I think generally that's good. That's actually surprising. Like generally the big behemoth of a company, that's not the company who's like pushing the envelope and trying to launch things that are sometimes controversial. Um, but it, in this case, they are. Um, and most of the time it ends up being good. Like there's plenty like you know you can name a giant list of like tons of great things that we all like know and love now that at the time seemed maybe weird or controversial or like kind of pushing the boundaries it just happened that they ended up being right uh but the the sort of pitfall of this kind of attitude is that you're not always going to be right Uh, sometimes you're going to be wrong and so i think we're seeing an instance where like it, I think it missed the mark a little bit, but they still apply that same kind of boldness to like, there it is, ta-da, like, we feel so proud about this. That's a good observation. In this, in those two examples, so both the Safari and the Home Indicator, home, the biggest difference in the way that I, that, that this whole situation, the, the way that it feels is that with the Home Indicator, I feel like people who let's call it like the experts, like people who kind of both understand some, some, you know, design and interaction, but also understand, uh, like, I, I, I don't think most people would understand, like, yeah, you should remove the button, you know, to maximize the screen, you know, there's a smaller footprint on the actual device, and like that's clearly the way forward. I think some people are like, no, but I want a button, right? Like, they're not, the experts would like, they would, they immediately agreed with the, yeah, we should get rid of this whole chin if we can. Like, it's better to have a screen that goes mm-hmm. all the way to the end. Um, and so that was immediately like a trade-off. I'm willing to take that trade-off and like lose a button. Um, so let's just focus on the replacement. And I think 
some people might have had some issues or, or doubts about the replacement. I feel like the overall sense was like people who were in the know understand it. And then the backlash and the resistance comes from the people who wouldn't understand those trade-offs or the direction or whatever. And that's, I think, a good case of like just wait it out, like right? Because I feel like a lot of the resistance comes from muscle memory and from a resistance to change. If we just you know, ride that wave, eventually we'll be on the other side and everything all is good which is exactly what happened. In this case, it feels like the people in the know are the people saying no, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like the people in the know and that are thinking about the accessibility and the actual use case of this, it feels like they are the ones against this design and not so much people like the casual users who don't think too much. But although I, I would suspect, uh, bet, that those people also, especially on the iPhone, which is the most dramatic change in terms of how you actually use the app, like they will also have that resistance. So it feels like it's really hard to win. And the fact that I think Apple reacted so quickly, like beta 2 already changes, mm-hmm. um, that also tells me that they agree, right? Because like, <laughs> if they really believed in this new design, they wouldn't change it, right? Right. at least not this dramatically. They might you know, change a couple of things here and there just to shut people off or whatever. But it feels like they kind of agree. So I think in this case, yeah, it's a good observation. I feel like when this happens, I just my my first question is like, how did they not anticipate this? Yeah, right. How how like, did they, did did they show this to anyone else <laughs> besides the Safari team? Um, so th- that and I think also that is the prob- most surprising. I mean, thing also, probably me. a lot of people on the Safari team. I mean, just surely you know a lot of them are love the web and you know are very used to how browsers should work. So it is really an interesting case of like how did this get out? I I do see like it is it is willingly trying to push the boundaries, I think, of what it means to be a web browser. That like some some aspects of this have been tried, like um, you know, the Chrome team I think has tried like a bottom dress bar in the past um but the idea that the browser chrome should kind of blend in with the content of the page like that's definitely a new idea i think um and i kind of feel like this probably started off on the iphone right because it's like okay if you get the the address bar at the bottom now what do you do with that notch area it's like hmm well if it's always just white that looks like everything just it's just been cut off, um, so we kind of got to put a color there. Okay, now let's let's use the this like theme color that's all existed for many years. What do we do about this on the desktop? And this is where it's like okay, then the chain reaction <laughs> starts happening, and then I think it's like from there it's like okay, but then that's weird if you have tabs because it it kind of breaks that illusion. Okay, what if we found like an alternative way? to do the tabs and then i think something that's i feel like has been bothering some designers with an apple about the tab design is it doesn't make sense like the the old tab design while it is a commonly used pattern it's weird like the <laughs> the circus always talks about like the the toppy tabs <laughs> of the old mm-hmm. safari but like it makes more sense that you, if you had say the tab at the top and then inside of that you have everything that is contained within that tab right kind of yeah. similar to how chrome does it where like the 
URL is not above the tab. It's underneath yeah. the tab because it's like the parent-child relationship. Yeah. And I think the hierarchy doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I think especially also, <clears throat> it feels like with Big Sur, um, you know, you can do the tabs. Like, I don't know if you've like opened some apps like with tabs inside of them, but it is clunky. Like, it is really, really clunky because they show up, the tabs show up in a weird space. Like, they're below the actions that apply to the current view. Like, there's just something that doesn't really make sense. And so I think there was some interest to see, okay, is this is there something we can do here? And I think they didn't want to do the toppy tabs exactly, but then someone had the realization, like, oh, like, we could merge these things together. I think the problem is, like, and I, I think you, you can apply this to all of this safari design is it's clever but it it's trading off a lot um for that cleverness it's it, too clever for its own sake exactly yeah exactly it's like, like it's this. smart like it certainly is smart or clever but it just the trade-offs just aren't worth it for that cleverness to be able to say hey we have a tab system that is more logically sound, I guess, but practically speaking, is ends up being worse, uh, even yeah. though it's technically superior. And I often feel like I'm in the same kind of conversation oftentimes when it comes down to consistency. Like a lot of designers like always talk about like, oh, we want consistency. But I'm like, yes, like this is a thing that we want if the experience is great. Uh, like you don't get to have consistency if that will make the experience worse. And I feel like it's kind of the same thing here. It's like, Hey, we can be really clever, but at the end of the day, in a bunch of ways, it, it did make the experience worse. On paper. If I were to just describe the idea for you to you, it sounds great. It just, I could just see the positive. Yeah. It's like, like I said, it's just a actually using, like when you're focusing on, the issue at hand of like and and by the way like that chain chain uh of of actions like the oh it started on iphone bottom so like i can see that like yeah and i would probably agree that that's probably what happened or how it went down but at any point i could say all right but on the mac it's different right like like again for the consistency sake like yeah but on the mac it's different we don't you know there's no thumb on the mac uh so they could have just make a hard cut and you know on this platform is different uh but they decided to keep pushing that and again like if you focus on the let's say like, let's solve tabs as a ui paradigm um something that makes more sense and the hierarchy makes sense and hopefully we can even make it look great you know look better look simpler look cleaner if you focus on that problem at hand i think this is a solution that makes a lot of sense all right we remove ver- you know vertical space. You don't you don't have two rows of controls, just a single row. Um, and the tabs make sense because the whole tab is the control bar. You get it? This is not two <laughs> separate rows. Uh, like it makes sense, but when you're so close to that problem you're solving, you kind of it's not that you ignore, but you lose sense of the importance of other things like reloading a page, closing a bunch of tabs, having a shit ton of tabs. Uh, what is even a tab? Can you drag a tab out to like create a page, or which I think it's broken on the technology preview. Um, like all the other things that make the experience of using a web browser, 
if you're just if you're so close to that tab problem you're trying to solve, you lose track of everything else. And I think it's that everything else that kind of ruined this design because everything else gets slightly worse. Um, yeah, I do want to touch quickly on the iPhone version because um, I feel like I've really gotten used to this new version, and, and maybe we can talk about this later. But I went to the Apple Store yesterday. And uh, I'm just playing with the the iPhones they have there. I don't think I would want to go back to a, a top address bar. Like, it just seems so, so far away from my thumb. Like, I actually really love having the, bo- the bar at the bottom. Um, and I actually personally, and this is probably going to be a very controversial opinion... I'm actually kind of fine with the changes that they've made as of this latest beta. I think they've addressed, at least on the phone version of Safari, they've addressed my major complaints. So bring back the share button. Like, Don't make this a separate set of actions. Um, and have a dedicated reload button. I think it's nice. Uh, it's nice to have. I personally didn't have a lot of the issues of like accidentally hitting refresh but i can see how some people have that can have that it is a lot of actions and buttons and stuff (laughs) in that bottom bar but personally i've found it to be fine for me like this is completely usable i think i have no problem using it i think it will still be a bit of a shock for people that are coming in and are new to this but overall, I kind of like it. The one thing that I'm still like not sure, uh, and I'm curious to know what you think about this because this is another area where I feel like maybe my personal opinion differs from the uh, overall opinion that people express on the internet. Um, you know how they the the address bar used to float all the way to the top when you would tap on, mm-hmm. on it, and then you'd have the know the search results appear below um and then people felt like it was jarring agreed um and so now they're like docking it with the keyboard and then you have the results kind of like behind it um i've i'm still struggling with that personally um getting used to like this ordering of results because the the thing is like i'm when i'm typing i'm looking at the address bar, which is right above my keyboard, um, I'm really not engaging with the search results as much as I should. Like, I really, I end up typing much more than I would in the past because before I would see the address bar and see right below what the what the results are. Whereas now, it's like I have to like reach all the way up, right? I have to move my eyes like. I don't even have to just look above the address bar. I have to look all the way up because the most relevant ones will be all the way at the top. It just feels like an impossible like a jump that I have to make. And that's one where it's like, hmm, like I I mean I can live with this, but I just feel like it it just doesn't it just doesn't feel right. Yep. Uh and on beta one, like even though the address bar was like at the bottom, once you tapped on it and you selected had the the input field active, it would go straight to the top, just like the before. And I think I even commented like that was disorienting because it was on the bottom. You tapped in all the way, yeah. shot up to the top. That whole thing was disorienting to me. But it's 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 interesting because you have like we have this um, 
we're pursuing the, the ergonomics or prioritizing ergonomics in the UI, but when like your eyes visually in like this Western society, whatever, we, we tend to look at the you know we start reading from the top down. And so if you prioritize ergonomics, you're going to push everything to the bottom. If you prioritize to just like visually, logically would make sense, you kind of would want to push it up. So there's this, there's these two things kind of fighting for, fighting for each other, right? And, I, and this is what you described is a good example of that. Navigation bar at the bottom for reachability, ergonomics, you tap on it, you want to keep it down for just, you know, that connective tissue. But then the, the results, you can't like sort them, you know, like start at the bottom and go up, right? So it's just it's it's really hard to reconcile. I I, I personally like on the iPhone. I all of the unsolicited redesigns that we've been seeing on the web. Uh, I think the one that kind of makes more sense, at least it's a bit cleaner of a solution, is just instead of making a floaty toppy thing that collapses or whatever, just make effectively take the previous navigation bar at the top and, and pin it at the bottom. Something like that. I've even seen I, like one that effectively has like a very similar UI to Maps. Yeah. Right. It was like a floaty card that was also interesting. But even if you do that, like a lot of websites, a big part of the web was designed with this uh, concept. Like they kind of knew that at the top, there was something at the top, right? Everything is pinned at the top. So nav bars is a very common uh, pattern on the web. And right now, um, with a with a, anything pinned to the top on a web page, you have a, just an empty block of like color at the top. It doesn't look good at all. Like it's asking for something to be up there. Like yeah, use this space for UI. Yeah, but, like having that that <laughs> bar at the bottom, and that you see the the web's UI right. Like if it's a web app or something, you already have a toolbar up there, anyways. Like the content, uh, the web content is already up there. And it feels like now you're just now it's just UI all the way down. Like it's UI at the top, UI at the bottom, UI is you know, it's it's a mess. And I, yeah, I don't know how we're gonna. I, I want to see who gives up first. Is Apple saying, "All right, fine, you know, we'll go back to the top," or is Apple is really gonna be stubborn and we're gonna have to wait for all the websites to slowly update their thing? Yeah. Uh, but even if they do, like all of a sudden, hey, guess what? Android it doesn't work that way. So. Yeah, I don't want them to go back to the top. I think there is, are plenty of ways that they can keep the address bar at the bottom but reduce the problem of the content. I think the the one reason why they're getting into this weird, like, hey, fix controls at the bottom that haven't been corrected um, problem is because they're doing that sort of space below the you know, below the bubble. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. So they have to render content there. Whereas if they had like a full with full height uh, bar there, they could automatically just like set the page like offset. Um, So it would just like float above. And I think that would probably be fine. Um, Because you wouldn't see, you wouldn't see the background. The reason why they have to do that now is it's like, okay, but what do we render? Where do we put? Uh, what do we put under that like little empty space um, where the address bar is? So, yeah, I don't know. I think I want. I actually do want them to press forward with this. Like I, I uh, that's always the challenge whenever like a redesign is heavily criticized in public. 
uh, and very controversial, um, is like sometimes the team is just scrambling to try to create something that is palatable to people. And that is generally not the best environment for great design to happen. Uh, when, when you're in a time crunch and then everyone's got, a, got an opinion, just, it gets really hard to just see the bigger picture. Um, so I think I agree with you. Some of their goals with this, like reducing the vertical space is not necessarily like shouldn't be the primary goal. And so this one, I would like derank this priority. I would double down on the bottom address bar. Cause I think that is really, really nice. Um, and yeah, like I would just like make sure, Hey, let's keep the controls, right? Like I like having a reload button. I like having a, a chair button. Like those things are nice. Um, and hopefully they can come up with something that addresses everyone's needs. Well, um, this is one topic that we can definitely go back to and follow up <laughs> as the story develops. Totally. Uh, buddy, I, I don't have a lot of time. Um, should we go to recommendations? I know this is going to be a short one. Sure, let's do it. Okay. Do you want to start? Yeah. So uh, as some of our listeners may know, uh the panic company uh which makes uh, nova which is like great code editor for the mac uh they also make transmit uh and also long time mac developers long time mac developers they also have made some video games uh like firewatch which is really great too just overall like amazing company who always makes fun things that i like <laughs> uh and that probably if you listen to this show you will like too um They've announced a while back that they were working on their little handheld, uh, you know, video game device that's called Playdate. Hmm? Console. Console. <laughs> there you go. Video game console called Playdate. Uh, and if you haven't heard of it, uh, just go check the website. It's super cute, super fun. It, I feel like it brings the joy back into industrial design uh they've partnered with teenage engineering so if you know them you like immediately kind of recognize some of the touches mm -hmm. there from uh teenage engineering um and they've just announced the pre-orders i got my pre-order um unfortunately i was a little bit late and so i'm in the 2022 batch <laughs> so i'm not gonna get it this year but hopefully uh i'm gonna get it you know, early in 2022, who knows? Uh, but that's not my recommendation, although it's pretty good and you should probably consider buying it because uh, you know it's going to be delightful. Um, my recommendation is their podcast. So they've actually had a podcast for a little while where they talk about various topics. Um, and I've kind of subscribed to it in Castro, but never really listened to much of the episodes and then they release an episode specifically about the playdate and sort of the making of it. And it's absolutely excellent. It's such a great format I found for these sort of deep dives into a project. Um, it, it's doing that sort of, I don't know, like, I don't know who coined the, the style, like sort of a, a like more heavily produced NPR style, like interview cutting interviews of different people with like a narrator um 
but it works so well for that kind of thing. Um, and it's just really fun and really interesting to hear about all the challenges that went behind creating this device. And I think they've announced also that they will be doing like a specific podcast about the Playdate. Um, so they haven't released like any URL or anything like that for it yet, but I'm definitely looking forward to this. Um, and Wait, so you mean a whole podcast, a whole podcast, show? yeah, a whole podcast oh, about nice. the making of the Playdate. So um that'll be that'll be really interesting but otherwise like i think this is a fairly long episode like an hour and a half or two hours yeah. uh it's a great listen and i would also recommend so now after watch a uh, read uh after listening <laughs> to this i've been uh going back to the previous episodes and they're also equally great um yep. so it's just a really awesome podcast so uh go check it out I even did a quick Google search to see if I had recommended it before. I haven't. Yeah, it's incredible. No. That whole podcast is really, really good. Um, yeah, listen to the whole thing. And, uh, you know, we love Panic. I missed the pre-order because I have a newborn. That's no. um, <laughs> the excuse I'll just use. I miss it. Yeah, I so I, I haven't placed one yet. And I, I was like, I saw that. Oh, you know. But aren't you going to pre-order now? No, I am. Like, right now. <laughs> yeah, do it. I can't believe that I'm gonna be I'm gonna be getting this before you do. <laughs> no, me either. Um, I feel like I I shouldn't. <laughs> I know you got the you got the the, the gaming points this this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I know I'm not a huge gamer, and I was like, are you like, should you really buy this? And I'm like, it, listen, it's gonna be so worth it just for the design elements of this alone. Like, you know, the packaging is going to be incredible. The interface for this is going to be incredible. It'll just be like an awesome object to just have around, even if I don't end up being, you know, playing this all the time. So, And I'm sure that, especially in our like Twitter circle, like the whole thing of this gaming uh, console is that they're going to release like games, like, you know, in batches. So everyone you know, overnight we'll have the same new games, like I think, you know, packs of three or four or whatever. So I am excited for the whole, like, social experience, you know, experience, I guess, or experiment, if you will. Like, I'm sure, like, there's a new drop, new games, and, like, Twitter is going to go crazy about them. And I just want to be part of that as well, even if I (laughs) think that I might not play those games that much. Okay, uh, my recommendation is a little Mac app. Uh, by indie devs love this it's called sleeve and it's um i love this it's a little like music indicator like playback controls although that's new it's like you get the little album art and you pin it to a corner of your mac and it stays there um so it's a little like really nicely designed looks great and it's at the corner of your of your computer screen and at least for me like i have a big monitor i like to have like windows all you know like i don't use apps in full screen let's say so i have that like space there and it's just really cool and it's a really easy way to get um music controls and i've been using this for a long time and they recently uh, launched the they, they updated the the app with playback controls like even before it was just an indicator um and i still loved it and it's one of those mac apps that you can see that people who 
made this they love the mac like the the, the preference window is crazy <laughs> over engineered <laughs> like so well done so well designed you can customize the whole thing um it's 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 really 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 cool and uh five bucks so support uh even their, their website like it's so good like this yeah. is you know this is like what i wish hand mirror would be like like this is <laughs> this is the type of style and, and polish that i love so much so check it out uh even if you if you like the snuff of you and you don't want to spend the money fair enough check the website like it's it's cool it's made by uh alasdair monk and hector simpson yeah hector ha- is like just an awesome designer do you know i think he worked on what was the name of this was, like, was it like foundry or something it was like some kind of like little app that helped you uh like make websites uh, I don't remember. I recently, like, I, I've uh, another thing that I recommended from him is the all the the Equa wallpapers, like the classic Mac wallpaper, and the even the new like uh, modern uh, iMac colors type of thing. So those wallpapers from him. Nice. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, Riot. Yeah. Oh, Hammer. Yeah. And then it was Anvil and Forge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Those yeah. things. Yeah, I don't know if you remember this. But <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> this is really great. So Cool. Yep. Check it out. Uh, it's great. It's great, great. Hashtag goals. And that's it. My recommendation. Nice. Awesome. Uh, all right. I'm going to go get my second shot. In the meantime... Uh, go check our website layout.fm and follow us on Twitter at layout.fm nice I and am at go get Hari, Kevin is at <laughs> Vernal Kick go get vaccinated yeah yeah uh, I, I just want to uh, warn everyone we're going to start requiring uh, vaccination proof to listen to this show <laughs> uh, starting next week so <laughs> this is you your last play, chance you'll get a little thing prompting for a QR code um, just show it and you'll be, you'll be good thanks for the cooperation <laughs> <laughs> alright I'm going to go See you soon. All right. Bye. bye. Good luck, buddy.